Welcome back to another episode of Consciously Clueless. I'm your host, Carly, and I'll be your guide on this journey from consciousness to cluelessness and back around again. Thanks for joining me for another Sunday solo episode. Whether it's Sunday night and you're getting ready for your week, Monday morning and you're on your way to work, or whatever day this podcast has found you, I'm really glad you're here. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Is there something interfering with your happiness or is it preventing you from achieving your goals? By now you all know that therapy is an important part of my self-care. It has truly been a game changer in every aspect of my life. BetterHelp is the largest online counseling platform worldwide. They are changing the way people get help with facing life's challenges by providing convenient, discreet, and affordable access to a licensed therapist. BetterHelp makes professional counseling available anytime, anywhere, through a computer, tablet, or smartphone. You can start communicating within 48 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online. And I have a special offer for you. Visit BetterHelp.com Carly and join the over million people taking charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. By using this code, you get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash Carly. Take care of yourself today. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this podcast. So today I want to talk about sustainability. It's one of the things I like to talk about in terms of trying to be a little more conscious and a little less clueless. I've talked about it before, but I thought I would share this number one tip, this first thing that I wish I kind of would have had in my back pocket or idea in my mind when starting to live more sustainably. I wanted to share that with you today. So before we get there, what does live more sustainably mean? First of all, that is very different things for different people based on a variety of factors. I know that I am very privileged and some of the sustainable, quote unquote, sustainable changes that I can make are directly related to that privilege. So everyone is at a different place and there is not a final destination that you need to be searching for. It is just trying to do better in any ways that you are able. And being more sustainable, by that I mean better for the planet, better for each other and the health of humankind and animal kind, any sentient being, and just overall a more sustainable practice. So, all of that being said, a lot of times when you see maybe lists online of how to be more eco-friendly, how to be more sustainable. There'll be a list of maybe 20, 30 things that you can do, which is great. Some of those are super helpful. Other times, I think they can be a tad overwhelming. And here's why. When you look at a list, let's say, of top 10 ways to live more eco-friendly, let's say one of the suggestions is to bring a to-go mug everywhere you go. Amazing. One of my favorites. Let's say a different one is to buy a more sustainable toothpaste brand or you start composting in your kitchen. You get the idea. 
those are all amazing things. However, I think sometimes those lists of a random bunch of sustainable tips in one spot can make people kind of take on too much. So when you think about, okay, I'm going to switch out my toothpaste in the bathroom, then you kind of go, oh yeah, what about my mouthwash? And what about my toothbrush? Maybe that should be made out of bamboo and not plastic. Or when you think about composting, then you start thinking about all these other things in your kitchen. And I think that it can bring on a little bit too much too fast. And at least in my case, I can speak from my own experience, it made me want to try and fix everything and do everything differently exactly at the same time, right then and there. And it was very overwhelming. And I made some huge mistakes that I would not make if I had had a little bit more perspective on what it means to be sustainable. And some of that just comes with the journey. But I think there is something to be said about starting in a particular way. So my hot tip, my number one tip that I want to tell people to start with, because I think it will serve you in the long run, start either room by room or hobby by hobby, break down your life into these bite-sized chunks where you can start to say, okay, I'm going to make my bathroom routine more sustainable. That means I look at the shower products I use. That means I look at my lotion and my toothpaste maybe. So you start doing a little bit of research. Oh, your toilet paper maybe. Like there are all these different things. Start there. And when you feel comfortable and you've got a hold on that, then maybe you move on and say, how can I make the kitchen a little more sustainable? And it's not that every room's going to be done, you check it off the list, but do a few things in one place, or maybe you travel a lot for work. So maybe you start with travel. How can I make that a more sustainable activity in my life? Do I get the to-go mug and a napkin or whatever it is? So think about areas of your life or rooms in your house, whatever makes sense to you to start with and go from there. Room by room, you go bathroom, kitchen, living room, laundry room, since maybe you think about laundry soap and stuff. I mean, really just break it down piece by piece and it becomes more digestible. And then you also aren't starting to get fatigue from researching new things if you are maybe kind of new to this and you're diving in the internet can be a little overwhelming take it from someone who spent too many hours researching things like laundry soap and the like it is a lot to take in do you want to be plastic free do you want to be zero waste do you want to be sustainable do you want to be vegan do you want to be there are so many things so Breaking it down in digestible bite-sized chunks means you don't get as fatigued too because you're not starting to learn about everything in every area of your life that you need to improve if that's how you feel. You can just start in the places that also excite you. So like I said, if you travel a lot and you love to travel, then it's exciting to think about what are some of the swaps I can make that make a difference? What are some of the things I can do in that 
time that is exciting. Or maybe you love kind of like bath stuff and self-care, masks and that kind of thing. Maybe that's where you start and you find a place where you can get more sustainably made and packaged bath bombs or face masks. Whatever it is, make it fun because if it feels like a chore to you, and it will, and it and it can, because we were not born in a perfectly sustainable world. We were, in fact, born into a society that favors capitalism and makes us rely on buying lots and lots and lots and lots of shit that's filling up landfills. So by trying to be more sustainable, you are actually trying to break that mold, even if just by doing a few things. So sometimes, yeah, it'll feel like a chore because the world isn't set up that way. But if you start to learn about it, you kind of find out why it matters. That usually helps me. But also you just take it piece by piece and you start with the places that it can be fun, then it doesn't feel like an absolute pain in your ass. Because if it starts to feel like that, you're not going to do it. In fact, you'll probably resent it. Then you won't want to make any changes at all. And that is not what we need. So that is my tip. Break it down. Make it into bite-sized chunks. Don't download a list of 100 ways to be more sustainable. Print it off and try and do it all tomorrow, you'll drive yourself literally insane. So don't do that. Just try and take it piece by piece. Or maybe you really have a good routine that feels sustainable and healthy in one area of your life and you haven't really branched out. Do that now. Maybe just try a little bit. And I will say, it's important to note, this has come up in many interview episodes, and I hope will come up in the future in interview or solo episodes. This responsibility of being more sustainable and being a good steward of the earth is not solely resting on the shoulders of the individual. It is a very small percentage of big businesses in the world, actually, that create the most emissions and make it so we are scrambling to make these sustainable swaps to make any sort of difference. So I encourage these individual things you can do because one, they make us feel connected. Two, they do make a difference. Three, it shows the market what we're interested in and a whole other host of reasons. But I also don't ever want you to think that I don't want to hold those big companies responsible for the damage they've done and just suggest individual zero-waste swaps and think that the world will change. I think it's going to take everything and all of it and all of the above. So if you are starting on living a little bit more sustainably or maybe you're just trying to get rid of things, this tip can help with that too. If you're trying to live more minimalistly or you just want to get rid of shit in your house, Start room by room or hobby by hobby and go from there and you won't jump around so much. Thanks for listening to another episode of Consciously Clueless. If you enjoyed this podcast, hit subscribe wherever you're listening. If you're on Apple Podcasts, go ahead and leave a review so other people can find this podcast. To really help me get this into the ears of more listeners, send it to a friend, text it to a family member, share on social media and tag me. Whatever you can do really helps me out. If you haven't yet, head over to patreon.com slash consciouslycarly and see all of the amazing things over there. Yoga videos, meditation recordings, vegan tips, behind the scenes podcast stuff, bonus content, and so, so much more. I would love to have you over there. 
Until next time.